Hello, hello. Jason Rice here at Lot Pop. I'm going to let's this kind of build up a little bit. I know we need a little bit of an intro time. In the meantime, too, I'm going to make sure consciously that I try not to uh, <laughs> scratch my face or anything like that. I've been getting some comments that I'm a little fidgety on camera, but I guess I get a self-prescribed ADD going on. But what I really want to do, I want to start um, talking about CRMs. A little bit about lead management. My last live video, I believe, went over some you know basics that I believe people are missing when they're managing leads. Uh, but this one has to do with uh, CRMs and inventory. You know, at LawPop, we hear here um, we go and do inventory calls with our dealerships, either covering covering new or used, on how to increase gross and volume in both operations. So we do weekly calls with them. And in the meantime, we also help dealers manage their internet processes. We, um, again, my last video gave a little bit of background. I spent uh, from 1997 to 2005 selling cars to the internet and, uh, and what process management it took to do that. And so as we're helping dealerships get better with new and used inventory, we're obviously knowing that they're going to be driving more leads in. So it just goes hand in hand that we also help them with those leads that they do get in. And as because we work with dealerships a lot on their inventory, I start looking at their leads by inventory, leads by the cars that they're getting. And it's amazing. Again, we will, and I'm not going to point out any particular CRM, but we work with, you know, dealers that have VIN solutions, Reynolds, Dealer Socket, E-Leads, uh, multiple CRMs. And it's amazing how these CRMs do not focus on the cars. Again, we're there to sell cars. And so when we look at lead providers, um, also looking at the cars become more prevalent on why one is performing better than the other, why one lead provider performs better than another. And let me start breaking this down. The most obvious one is going to be, let's say, for new cars. If our new cars closing percentage is struggling, you know, why is that? Which lead provider is causing it? And then if we could break down that lead provider, is it the, the quality of leads or the people in those leads, that's the issue. Is it the provider themselves or how, what I'm getting as far as the cars? So here's my point is let's take new cars and what percentage of your leads are actually coming uh, with a stock number, okay? So not a rocket science here, right? So the, the, the odds of, if, if I can increase the amount of leads I get on stock numbers, that are actually new cars in my inventory, I should be able to increase my closing percentage. So take, for example, a Ford store. They got Ford. You're going to have Ford leads, and they're coming from third parties. A lot of people might go to Ford.com, build up that perfect car. Maybe they want a F-150 Lariat four-wheel drive crew cab, black on black with a roof, and they're building up their dream car, submitting that. Now, obviously, I get that lead and five other dealers do too, but it doesn't come on a particular car in my inventory versus a listing site, something like an autotradercars.com, CarGurus, where the only thing, only option I can get is when I get a lead from one of those sites, it's actually because it's a listing site, a vehicle on in my inventory. So once we started tracking that and realizing that, that's one equation that we look at to understand why a lead provider may be performing less uh, effectively as another. So this is the time of year for car shows. 
And so there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be going to these car shows and submitting leads or giving the contact information for maybe a free T-shirt. And all of a sudden, it's coming in as a lead on a particular car that's so vague. So our closing percentage tends to drop off during the season because we're getting a lot of leads on particular cars that are in an inventory. So I can tell you this. As we're tracking dealerships and the, and the lead providers by percentage of my new car leads with stock numbers, the, the lead providers, there's some, again, Take, uh, I'm looking at a Ford store right now on the, on the computer here. 3.9% of those leads are coming with a stock number on them, and the closing percentage is, is really low. Uh, and so the dealership's closing percentage is real low on that uh, lead provider, to whereas another uh, lead provider had a higher quality of leads with stock numbers. Let's say uh, there's a lead provider in here where 100% of my leads are coming in with a stock number and we're closing 11% on those leads. But the cars uh, lead provider were only 4% of leads coming with the stock number. We're only closing at a 4% rate. So that's just an obvious, but here's the thing. It, it, you got to track that. If Is it going up or down? Is, is the amount of my leads with stock numbers going up or is it going down? So we had a dealership where um, one month, it was a matter of fact in... December, 50% of his new car leads had stock numbers. In January, it dropped to 39%. Okay, so no wonder my new car lead closing or new, new car closing percentage dropped off. The percentage of, of new car leads with stock numbers dropped off, and I'm dealing with vague cars that I might not have in inventory. And then if that's the case, which lead provider caused that? And then if that's the case, what do we do? Now you want to dig a little bit deeper into it on new cars. You can look down. We 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 look it down to the model. So imagine this, let's, let's think that uh, F-150s for Ford store, for example, might be the highest volume lead provider. And if that dropped off, if 30% of my leads are coming on F-150s, and all of a sudden that dropped down to 20% of my leads are on F-150s, I got an F-150 problem. How's my pricing? What's my inventory mix look like? You understand that? So maybe I've got, maybe uh, black and silver is the most popular color and I'm out of those now and all I got is red and orange and blue. And, and so, the percentage of leads dropped off because we're not right inventory. And then the, then the percentage of leads on those cars with stock numbers dropped off even more. Now I'm wondering why my new car uh, sales have dropped off. I'm blaming the providers and I'm blaming my people when in reality it's my inventory in the mix. But take it a step further. What if, let's just say, we continue to have a, a good flux of our percentage of our leads are on F-150s and that's staying, but the percentage with stock numbers is dropping off. 50% of my leads, 30%, whatever of my leads are on F-150s, but I went from 50% of those leads with stock numbers down to 20% of my leads with stock numbers. That makes you just think, we don't deal with search engine marketing money or advertising money with our dealers, but if the percentage of my leads with stock numbers on F-150s is dropping off, maybe that's an opportunity for search engine marketing to push more money toward my F-150s. So when somebody does Google Ford F-150, I'm in Olathe, Kansas here, Olathe, um, my ad pops up, drops them to my inventory, and then if I can increase the amount of leads I'm getting off cars in my inventory, I'm going to increase that closing percentage. So again, you can't just create a lead provider and just look at the, the closing percentage. The other things you got to consider is one of the things that we look at is lost sales. Uh, again, I'm looking at a lead provider here at a dealership right on my screen. The dealership uh, sold eight leads off of that lead provider. Again, this is a lead provider with a very low 
percentage, 4% of these leads came in with the stock number. But with this dealership in their CRM, they actually document lost sales. Bought elsewhere, bought similar vehicle, different dealer, bought different dealer, bought different vehicle, different dealer. Needless to say, when we looked at lost sales, that was a, there was 13 lost sales documented, new lost sales. So I'll give you some of the math here. Uh, the new car, good leads, again, kicking out duplicates or bad was 247. That, that dealership only sold eight of them. Again, only 4% uh, came with stock numbers, okay? So that's only a 4% closing percentage. But if we weighed in the lost sales, another 13 deals, that's 21 total deals from that lead provider. So the true lead provider closing percentage turned into 8.5%. So for example, I have some some dealers here where we had some pretty big spreads between what we did as a closing percentage versus the provider. So for example, and I'm gonna throw out some providers here as an example, uh, Edmunds Price Promise. This dealership had 77 good leads, only closed three of them. And again, this lead provider had 97% of these leads came in with stock numbers. So we only sold three of them. So that dealership's closing percentage was about uh, 4% when you just look at, or I'm sorry, 5.7 when you look at just good leads, 77 of them. But they also lost 10 deals, okay? So the dealership closed three, they lost 10, okay? 77 good leads, sold three, 5.7% uh, closing, lost 10. That's 13 total deals on the 77. So if I just looked at my CRM, I would see a 5% closing percentage say cancel this lead provider. But when I look at lost sales and lost opportunities, on again, 97% of them came with stock numbers, cars in my inventory. I lost 10 deals, that's 13 total. That lead provider's true closing percentage was 17%. So that's an indication of a process problem, not a lead provider problem, okay? So if I just looked at my closing percentage on that lead provider, cancel, boom, gone. But when I look at total lost sales, it's actually a really good provider. And, and if you really dig into it, another way to tell if it's a good lead provider or not, we got a hold of contact ratio wise, reply percentages, we got a hold of 75% of those leads, either by phone call or email. So again, if you could track this stuff, I'm looking at what percentage of these leads can I get a hold of? We got a hold of 75% of these leads from this provider that had 97% of them came with the stock number in my inventory. So now I've got a hold of 75% of these leads on, on cars that are in my inventory, but I only closed 5.7%. Lost three times as more. Sold three off this provider, but lost 10 deals. So again, you can't just look at a lead provider by closing percentage, because at the 5.7, I would get rid of, and I'm gonna back this up and not put Edmonds on the spot, because it actually looks like a good provider. Edmonds Price Promise. Again, that's a listing site. My inventory is listed there. People are picking cars out. It's not the fact that I have the wrong cars or it's a bad provider. I have the right cars. 77 uh, leads. People picked out cars in my inventory, submitted them. If my price was too high, if it was wrong equipment, wrong, wrong car, those people would not have submitted a lead on those cars. So I only sold three, lost 10. The lead provider 
in the system, in the CRM, would be a 5.7. I'm going to cancel them after a while if it's not performing directionally. But if you dig deeper into looking at leads with stock numbers, contact ratios, and then look at a true lead provider closing percentage, lost opportunities like we do in parts, right? We look at lost sales in parts. So here's lost sales of 10. That true lead provider closing percentage was 17%. So to me, that's a process problem. Now you want to dig in deeper, you can break it down into people. I'll go into that later. But... Um, I just wanted to get this out there because it's the end of the month. Well, February ended yesterday. So today's a day that a lot of internet people are going through their stats and their lead providers, their salespeople, and they're going to judge a lot of these providers and maybe even cancel them based on just looking at a closing percentage in their CRM. But if you actually dig into the cars, what percentage of my leads are new car leads are coming in with stock numbers. And, and you know what? I was going to wrap this up, but I just started thinking about it again. I forgot to even mention used. I've got another thing that we track in here is used. So think about this. I have independent dealers. We have franchise dealers. We start looking at their leads. I have an independent dealer. We say, let's look at the leads that they've gotten in the last 60 days. And I could show this independent dealer that of his active leads, 40% of those active leads over the last 60 days are on cars that are already sold. So think about that. Now my used car closing percentage is let's say 6% and we're complaining going, what the heck, we're only selling 6% of our used car internet leads. But if I just got, let's say vague numbers, um, 100 leads over the last 60 days unused, just doing this for easy math, but 40% of these leads are already, or 40 of them are on cars that already sold. They're still active though. That only leaves 60 uh, people that I can actually sell a car to. So if I've sold six of those people, that's a 10% closing percentage. But the system, I'm going to see I did 100 used car leads, only sold six for a 6% closing percentage. Think again, what's a process problem or a people problem when it's a fact. We're turning the inventory so fast maybe that we're getting leads and selling the car. You might have that one car with five leads on it one sells. Now you got four people left on a car that's no longer in stock. So what do you do with those leads? Don't kill those leads off. What you need to start doing is multiple processes. You know, obviously you should have a finance process. You should have a trading process, a new process, a used process, but a sold car process. Let the customers know. Maybe the subject line says uh, 2017 focus no longer available. Now what? question mark. And in that lead, in that email, let the customer know, hey, that particular vehicle is no longer available for sale. What would you like for me to do now? Are you just interested in that make and model? Or are you looking for a similar vehicle in that price point? Oh, by the way, click here for similar vehicles we have in stock and send them down a different funnel, but don't give up on them. But call them out. Let them know this car's gone. Now what? What else can I do for you? But if you just look at your closing percentage on used cars, and just said, man, we suck this month, must be my guy or must be my lead provider. Well, the fact is, it probably has to do with you get a lot of vehicles with that are already sold. So again, these CRMs really doesn't dig into, and I was hesitant, really hesitant in putting this out right now because I this is stuff we're digging so deep into these this uh, uh, into these CRMs that I noticed nobody's doing right now, and it really needs to be done. Um, but we're peeling back these layers and we're seeing these opportunities out there. So again, as you're wrapping up this month and you're looking at uh, closing out 
of February and judging your people and judging the providers based off the numbers, dig a little bit deeper. If you need any help on this, give us a call. We got, you know, of these lead providers I named out there, or CRMs, I'm sorry, um, you know, there's one that we could really dig so deep into um, and down to the people. I'm going to do another video. This one's going too long. I'm going to do another video about the people and kind of the same breakdown. Don't just judge your internet or BDC person by their closing percentage because we could dig a lot deeper and you can already tell by this video how I'm scratching that surface. But give me a call, 314-568-2754. Email me, jricelotpop.com. Any free evaluations, inventory, CRM, go to, uh, we give a free evaluation on Lotpop. Um, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, got the uh, Lotpop channel there's about 70 videos on there i load these up too so check that out um, give me a call or email if you need any help or like any other uh, deeper dive in some of the content i just share thanks